0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: So the thing is, I don't have any other sharp devices to open up all these cardboard boxes in my garage.
2: So an incredibly rusty (laughs) X-Acto knife is just like, I hope you're, I feel like I need to get a tetanus shot just looking at this thing.
1: Yeah, no, I was playing Tetris earlier. Hey everybody, welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm. This is Brandon. And I'm Travis. And we've got a great show for you today. Like all of our shows, we start off with a little bit of house cleaning in the beginning. Yes. Travis, uh, take all it right, away. Let's clean it up.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, there are just several ways you can get in touch with the show if that is something you'd be interested in doing, mm-hmm. uh, you can send us an email at apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show.
1: Or what, what, what is there left to say? Oh, Twitter, Twitter, tweet, tweet, Ooh
2: at Apathusias. And, uh, I, we mentioned a few weeks ago, but you can also catch all of our episodes. If you head over to geekade.com, uh, lots of great, uh, content over there especially apathetic enthusiasm all of our shows available
1: yeah they, they've, they've got some good shows over there paper cuts talking about comics they talk about video games much more uh, focused on the specific topics not as not as uh, <laughs> not as completely all over the board the as uh, we are
2: which with that said we have a couple of very diverse topics that we wanted to cover tonight that is right um, we do one of the things that we're going to be talking about first is tesla motors uh and, te- and i guess tesla energy now yeah uh they had an announcement uh last week a couple weeks ago uh about the new program the power wall that they are going to be introducing here in the next few months mm-hmm. we'll get into that uh also a little bit later uh nintendo land i guess and- is yeah, Nintendo. Yeah. We're not 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 the not the game for the Wii, uh, <laughs> where, you, where you go to like this haphazard collection of mini games. Yeah, uh, very haphazard. But but more so an actual uh, partnership with Universal Theme Parks to bring Nintendo content to.
1: Finally, yeah, the real finally game. this this is this is what I've been waiting for, for the last two years of my life.
2: <laughs> Just the last. You're like, oh, I guess Nintendo. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be cool if Nintendo did something with yeah, the key part. Yeah. Uh but first, uh Tesla, Tesla Motors, but Tesla Energy. Let's talk
1: about let's talk a little bit about Tesla.
2: So Travis. Uh
1: yeah. What 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 is it about Tesla, first of all, that that appeals
2: to your, your sense of, of ingenuity. The, the first thing I think is this is the nerd's nerd car, right? Like mm-hmm. this is um for those of you that are completely in the dark about Tesla. Um, Tesla Energy. We're not talking about Nikola Tesla. We're not going to do a, a history lesson, and we're uh,
1: we're not going to go to Netflix and watch <laughs> Tesla Man of Science or whatever <laughs> it's called, a PBS documentary. Uh, it's pretty good. In the five minutes I watched it, but we're not gonna, we're not going to we're not gonna,
2: we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Elon Musk or Musk. What yeah. how do you pronounce his last name? I don't know.
1: It it sounds like something you wear <laughs> when you when you
2: go to the club. <laughs> going go out there, put on my Elon monks, and uh, you know, this, this mean, <laughs> what, what club is that? <laughs> uh, you don't go to those clubs. I, I the, don't go to bo- any. Bo- I don't go to any clubs. <laughs> Come on, seriously, Brandon. Bo- um, anyway, <laughs> but yeah, Tesla Motors. So huh. these are electric vehicles, uh, all electric. These are not hybrids um, that have sort of a part gas engine, part electric battery. These are all electric vehicles. They have no combustion engine to speak of yeah um, and they've been around for a little while Tesla Tesla Motors was actually founded in like 2003 and the first car that they produced was a Tesla roadster
1: uh-huh.
2: um mostly it was popular in in I think Europe and, and like uh, Australia mm-hmm. but this was a high performance more of like a uh, almost like a race car yeah. that was only electric and to me I feel like that's more of like a proof concept situation right where they're right. just like all right, let's see how bad of a car. Yeah. I'm going to keep the explicit how, tag off the podcast. How
1: bad bleep of a car <laughs> um, can, we, can, can we make just with electricity?
2: Right. And, and I think that was an argument for a long time. You have all electric cars like the Nissan Leaf, uh, Chevy Volt. Um, these are a little bit more like. Uh, they don't. When you think of those cars, you're not like, yes, that's a muscle car. That's like, yeah, I'm going to see one yeah. of those on the side of the road. Well,
1: and... when you name the car Leaf. <laughs> or, that just blows in the wind. Or Volt, like a single unit of measurement. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> it's like the the new Ford inch.
2: The, the Ford inch. Ford horsepower. D- don't wait for the whole foot. Get in now with the Ford inch. Um, <laughs> I don't know. so yeah, so that was their first like the four inches is the, my nickname <laughs> the four inch yeah, uh, okay, so that's why she stays married to me <laughs> <laughs> moving on <laughs> uh the the first I think commercially available car that that Tesla came out with was the model s this was a a luxury sedan that was all electric, uh still very popular um but it it was a higher end car. It started at like $60,000 or something like that. Jump change. Yeah. Uh, you know, for two, you know, podcasters like us, I mean, that's just, it's, that's throwaway money. Yeah. That's, that's, that's almost like as much as I would spend on a, you know, an Apple, Apple watch. watch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wanted to make the joke, but I was like, you, uh, you saw it don't, in my eyes. don't you, don't you dare make
1: that joke before I make it.
2: Uh, so anyway, so uh, I see a few of these on the road um, here in Hawaii. They're, I'm sure they're popular uh, throughout the United States, but um, yeah, it's for me that car. Like, if I if someone's like, "Hey, any car you want, we'll give it to you." Tesla Model S, park it in my driveway. Um, <laughs> what What is your thought about Tesla Motors in general and possibly the the Model S?
1: Well just uh, not strictly with the model S the idea of an electric car going towards the less of a reliance on fossil fuels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, for, for a liberal, a bleeding heart liberal, like California, from from Los Angeles, California, those damn Hollywood (laughs) people. Uh, you know, I, I I think, I think electric cars are, are important to, to push toward, um, the problem that i've had with electric cars in the past you alluded to it already but you know the Volt and the leaf those cars aren't much to look at they're like they're like muscle cars for me in the the 90s like the camaros <laughs> and the the mustang like or- where the, they look like if you picked it up and threw it you could play lawn darts with them oh right like, okay. like i didn't like i didn't like those but you know so like the the electric cars of now they need to look better for people to want to invest in them.
2: Right. And I think, I think that's something that's different about the Tesla cars is, um, the model S is a good example because it's the most popular, but they've announced several other cars. They have, I think a model X, which is more of like a SUV type thing. And then a model E, which we haven't really seen a lot of, but this is going to be their next, like more, uh, I don't like, know, like so sedanish, yeah, like family it's, it's, friendly. Yeah, it's I. They're I think they're aiming for around thirty thousand, which is a little bit more competitive with yeah. the price. So it, I think it'll it won't be like a luxury car. Mm-hmm. It'll be more of like a, a traditional sedan or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the bells and whistles that are on these cars, like they do a lot to make it more than just being an electric car, being the only like value to the car. Right. They have very well thought out interior the whole center part of the dashboard on the model s is like this huge touchscreen panel that you can break up and put your navigation and play play angry birds probably you know yeah yeah show weird awkwardly turned movies because it's turned the wrong way but (laughs) damn uh, it damn it maybe maybe like people that go around and take cell phone videos yeah. uh, vertically. Uh-huh. Like Tesla's like, finally we're going to have a screen that we can properly watch <laughs> these on. Uh, like uh, people who periscope yeah, and they, exactly. they turn it on the side like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of arguments for electric cars. You, you mentioned they're better for the environment. They, they get away from fossil fuels. Um, it's those things, like those like uh moral reasons to buy a car are, are great I suppose mm-hmm. but when the sticker price is much higher right. than a comparable car that just has a n- traditional gas engine in it yeah you like you really have to have conviction about the environment to to make that that purchasing decision
1: right well a friend of mine uh, we we go to the gym every morning and there's a there's always Uh, No, I mean, I can, I'm not, uh, I'm not humble bragging, but you know, I can, I can bench press about a good 20. (sighs) Uh, You know, I I sweat, (laughs) I mean, that's my max, I can can max it. Um, But, uh, so there's, there's somebody there also who, who bought a new GT. Mm -hmm. Um, and so my friend and I were, we're looking it up and like, how much, how much does that start? And so it starts at like 35. Mm-hmm. And then, like anything you add to it, bumps it up like right, another yeah. ten grand. Um, but those 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 things are gas eaters, right? But people buy them because they like the look of the car. They they like the options that are given to them, and you know, uh, I think they probably like the speed too. I don't know. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not a. I'm not Vin Diesel. I don't know anything <laughs> about cars. You know.
2: Um, so the argument that the initial price being lower for a traditional engine. I mean that you can, you can make that argument, but when you look at the lifetime cost of a vehicle, like you said, that that car is a gas eater, right? Mm-hmm. So you are, you're going to be paying a it's, lot of money over the lifetime of that vehicle. Right. It's a Hall note song. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gas eater. It's a gas eater. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, Talk so I, I know there's been a couple studies where people have looked at, the cost of owning an electric vehicle yeah. and the amount of electricity the cost of electricity to keep it powered versus paying for gas yeah. and at a certain point it kind of levels off mm-hmm. but you have to own the car for a long time for that to happen which yeah you know
1: so people who like to lease a vehicle that they probably won't get they probably won't get
2: yes but their then their,
1: their value
2: you have tesla again trying to introduce a vehicle coming up that is a little bit more comparable price wise with some traditional vehicles. And then maybe you have an argument for, uh,
1: maybe, maybe Tesla should come out with like this model where, um, they have, you, you pay by the mile. (laughs) They have like the DLC of cars. (laughs) You're like, Oh, well you can drive it for free, but if you want to go 20 more miles, you have to pay us $200.
2: I wonder what the right price point would be per mile (laughs) to get people in the door on that.
1: Yeah. Now I'm not a mathematician, so. Yeah.
2: Yeah, We should probably just skip it.
1: Math magician.
2: Math magician. (laughs) Sometimes math feels like magic. I'm just going to say. So yeah, better for the environment. Um, There's the argument that these electric cars have a little bit better ride, a little bit better um, enjoyment for, I mean, they're, they're really quiet. (laughs) <laughs> you're doing this awkward head nodding thing. I don't yeah. know what that's about. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm are, you riding. Play, are you playing low rider in your head right now? <laughs> oh no, that's bo- a good bo- one.
1: Bo- no, I'm playing slow ride by Foghat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> also a good song. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so there's a lot of arguments for electric vehicles. Yeah. I think, uh, I mean, I, I would own one if I was, especially if I was purchasing a new car. Yeah. Um, I live in a place where I don't have to drive very far in a given time. like, I'm not doing any road trips in Hawaii. Yeah. Uh you drive long enough in Hawaii and you end up where you started. So um
1: yeah, I've been looking for Albuquerque for the last 2 months. No, just
2: get on H1, keep going. Just, just keep just keep going just keep east. Keep going. east yeah. you'll, you'll find it.
1: <laughs> right past Flagstaff.
2: You just have to swim for a little bit, but then you're good. Um The electric cars can do that. <laughs> uh it's, it's a little a, little it's known fact, unknown feature that most people are not aware <laughs> of. Electricity and water actually work great together. Te- Tesla. He- <laughs> elon's musk (laughs) he he knows so these electric cars the tesla motors um vehicles are becoming very popular it's arguably the best electric vehicle you can buy um not good enough for the company they want to go even further and so they had a keynote um where they're taking they introduced tesla energy right and Mm -hmm. what this is is they're taking the battery technology from their vehicles. Yeah. And they're applying it to the home and electricity in general for home and consumer use. Right. So the first thing that the first thing that they introduced was called a power wall. Um, the, the best description I've, I've come up with for it is like, if you hung like a big boogie board (laughs) on your wall, (laughs) like it would kind of look like that. Right a little bit thicker cuz it's got a big battery in it. Right. But this is a a wall-mounted battery for your home essentially. Yeah,
1: I mean it's not when when I when I hear the word power wall, I think of I think of just a wall that you don't touch because you'll, you'll electrocute. electrocute yourself. Right. Uh, like the like the giant fence in Jurassic Park, right. like as soon as you you turn on the switch, uh, if you touch it, you'll, you'll get shot backwards.
2: But if you, if you keep touching the different spots and test out, you know, yeah. you might be able, to. <laughs> and it, <laughs> we've done that on a different, a um, uh, yeah, but, uh,
1: so, so I think it's, you, you already, you already mentioned it, but I think it's important to say, yeah, the power wall is it's pretty much just hanging a battery on a wall. There's, there's a bunch of, uh, additional wiring that you have to do to, to make your, yeah. But
2: when you, like when you purchase it, They include installation in the purchase price, so it's not like they're going to send you this battery and (laughs) you know someone that has no idea how to no background in in electricity. Hmm. Just hook up these wires; I'm sure it'll be fine. Let me make a hole here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I watched the keynote. I thought it was really interesting because the the ideas that they're they're pushing Mm -hmm. for this are are grandiose. To to be, uh, I don't know. To 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 put it bluntly, yes. So the, he he basically says, "All right, here is a square in the United States. Yeah. This square is how much solar power we would need to power all of the United States." And it looked like the Panhandle of Texas, pretty much. It was it yeah. it was about that amount of real estate. It
1: was about that amount of worthless. <laughs> Sorry, Texas. Sorry. Are there Sorry. Texas listeners? I don't Sorry, know. Sorry, Texas. Anyway. I'm a I'm a cold-blooded California liberal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Within that square, <laughs> uh, they had like a one pixel amount of space, yeah. and that was how many batteries would be required to support the United States. And then he re- introduces the power wall mm-hmm. and he talks a little bit about how There's a couple versions, one that can support your daily use. So, throughout the day, say you use solar energy on your house, Mm -hmm. um, on a typical day, you could store enough power in this power wall to meet the needs of the electricity for the rest of the day, Sure. and then it just kind of runs off that.
1: And then then, um, you could have a a second one for, like, emergency backup, right?
2: Right, yeah, these... These things are stackable. Um that, so you can put two or three say you have, you know, more need of right. power in your house or something like you have a larger house or things whatever the factors may be. Right. Um there's also one that has just a higher capacity in the single unit mm-hmm. and that's for more of like a long-term backup say um say you don't use solar power, say you live in a place where it's possible that your power could go out. Um you could have one of these attached to your house, actually pulling power off of like a grid. But then if you lose power, you can run your house off this battery for a few days.
1: Right. Right. Um, I, I, I'd read somewhere that one of their goals was to get away from like how the traditional battery, there's so many times you, a a traditional rechargeable battery. There's only so many times you can recharge this battery before it'll, it'll, uh, um, it, it won't hold the the charge right, yeah. anymore, right? Um, and so I'd read that one of their goals was to create a battery that will hold a charge for a, a longer period of time, like, where you can it will continually recharge it over right, and over yeah. again, right? Mm-hmm. Is is that something? Uh, is it yeah, accurate?
2: these have a much longer lifespan than the traditional like um, rechargeable batteries. It's a lithium technology, lithium mm-hmm. ion or something technology. Um, the science of it, I'll be honest, I'm not super into. Like, yeah. I, I haven't done all the research for that. I, well, you've I've, told me all week to do research. You have, but <laughs> I haven't I, done as much research. I, though
1: I sure. thought, I thought for sure that your graphic design major would, <laughs> would be talk- deeply
2: rooted in battery technology. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, any listeners that are that are like electrical engineers, and can yeah. can shed shed some light on this, please. We'd be happy to get that, your comments awesome. back. Uh, Please don't uh, berate us too much in the comments.
1: Excuse. So, students, student Travis—that's what they call you in this class. Yeah, that's student typical. Travis. How is a lithium battery uh, formed?
2: Uh, Pantone colors. Is that-
1: Correct.
2: <laughs> RGB. <laughs> RGB. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so you talk about having one or two in a house. Mm-hmm. Um. They talk about this being a scalable design. Yeah. And they showed that a little bit more in the keynote where uh, the one battery that's in a power wall could, you know, hold enough power for like a house. Yeah. But they can take a giant, like, I say giant, but it's about 10. It looks like 10 feet tall, maybe. Right. Um, you could fit a couple of them in this garage, I think. Uh, and mm-hmm. there's enough power in that, they said, to power like a small town. Huh. Or like a decent sized business. Yeah. So, um, and I say small town, like one stoplight. <laughs> <boy. laughs> yeah, I'm trying
1: to, I'm trying to picture the scale of the uh, a small town or a, or a good sized business. Well, like think about like Target, right? <laughs> like a single Target or the chain?
2: <laughs> like a single Target. Okay. Like they're using a lot of energy in that store with refrigeration, with lights, mm. with, you know, running all the TVs and they're, electronics department. yeah You know, like they're using excess amounts of energy in that store where if you have like a sleepy town that's got like a stoplight and like all right. You know, if you okay. you, you know, got you got me. Okay.
1: You 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 caught me.
2: All right. Using my <laughs> my my feeble brain, <laughs> I'm sure the math adds up. <laughs> um, but I talked about Target because Target is a partner with um Tesla mm-hmm. for the launch of these batteries where they have committed to run some of their stores off of this tesla energy battery um them i think amazon uh you know there's i think a lot of uses for this i mean they talk about eliminating the use of fossil fuels for the united states that's not going to happen anytime soon there's too much red tape between electric companies and the government and you know all <laughs> sorts of things where yeah you know but if you think about developing countries and you think about places where you know there probably isn't an existing power grid maybe you know this is something that they can go into that area and be like hey we're gonna set up some solar panels yeah we're gonna hook up these batteries there's no need to build in this power line infrastructure we can run your house off of the panels on your roof that's it yeah go-
1: and that and that's i i feel like that's gonna piss off some, some power <laughs> yeah. companies yeah right right yeah uh you know this is this is a throwback to one of our first
2: episodes if not
1: the first episode uh, the uh, prehistoric cable industry
2: right yeah that was like episode two or something yeah i don't know I, no I, okay prehistoric cable industry that was when we talked about sling yeah we yeah, talked yeah. about
1: we talked about the, the cable industry getting you know upset with like you know like moving forward and changing the way people do business right this is a this a similar feel you know that the power companies are going to be like well we we need those we need you know we need to sell power um we need to get these people to invest in our business we don't want tesla coming in and and starting to give batteries out
2: yeah yeah no i agree i think um i was talking to someone this week about tesla and their batteries and things like that and they actually have solar power on their home here in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And he was telling me that they have to, it's almost like a lottery where the power company here only lets a certain number of homes in Hawaii use solar energy for their house. Like, um, because especially here where we have so many sunny days, like it's beneficial for like everybody to run off solar, but it that would be damaging to their business. And so they have like some sort of thing set up where only so many people can like buy in and actually get the, like I could go put solar on my house, but I mm-hmm. wouldn't necessarily get the discounts yeah. from the power company uh, for that usage.
1: Yeah. That's, that's really, that's really weird to me because most places it's probably that this way too in Hawaii, you don't use an, a certain amount of energy and you, and you use solar power like you actually feed that back to the grid. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: You're, you're not necessarily, st- like if you had a Tesla battery, you could store it there, but most people just feed it back into the grid and then only buy back what they need. Right. You know, for like the evenings and stuff like that.
1: So it, 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 it makes it makes less sense for me why the power companies would be against, you know, uh, such a, a solar powered infrastructure. Well, the,
2: the, they ultimately make less money off of those individuals. I mean,
1: then they, then they just charge more money on other people. I it's mean, it's almost
2: like the electric companies hold all the power. Hmm? Huh? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. You should put that in
2: italics in your, in your show notes. <laughs> it's a good idea. I'm going to do that. Um, so yeah, so I mean, there's, it's, it's a questionable future for this. Like what, it seems like a great idea. I would love to see it happen. I think a lot of environmentalists and people that yeah. care about such things and that aren't holding stock in power companies probably right. are, would like to see this happen. Um, the last thing I want to say about it is uh, Tesla is really cool in how they handle their patent technology. Uh-huh. Like all of their patents, uh, they believe in an open source. Uh-huh. Uh, so they are willing to share their patents with other companies. So they're not trying to take this technology and just be like, that's it. Everyone's going to have a Tesla battery on their, on their garage and everybody's going to pay us. And this is how they're like, Hey, if another company wants to use this technology, here you go, make it. Let's, let's get this as widespread as possible. So, and to me, I feel like that's like, okay, he doesn't just want to make money off this. Yeah. He's legitimately interested in how this can impact our planet yeah. and, and really society going forward. So
1: that's pretty awesome.
2: Yeah. So what do you guys think? What do you guys think about Tesla? You guys drive a Tesla, Are you gonna put a power wall on your house? Do you Do you guys only know Tesla
1: from the prestige?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, let us know. Yeah. Um leave us a comment or do you know, we told you how to get a hold of us.
1: <laughs> um uh, you know one of the uh, we we, t- we talk about you know old technology. And how it's how it's changing, right? So, um, I had you this week watch Westworld.
2: This is correct.
1: Written uh, written by Michael Crichton before Jurassic Park.
2: Yes, yeah, like early
1: mid, wait. seventies. This is in the seventies. 70s 70, 70 yeah. style. So let me just let me just throw a brief plot synopsis about this. So Westworld is about a theme park where there. Are Different themed worlds there's west world, medieval world
2: Roman world or something yeah like
1: that. um, and so people go there and they go to this world's west world example, and there are robots that look like humans, and you can you can interact with them as if you're in a western
2: right, and there is no limit to how you interact in on this resort uh delos right is, delos. There, is there? right right, so if if you're in Westworld and you get into a, a gun battle, shoot them, kill them, because they're just robots and it's fine, and they'll just fix them up. And
1: the the, the guns are real, but the robots have a inhibitor on their guns, so if they sh- they can't shoot at you. So right, you like,
2: like all the guns had a. I thought it was a really interesting, uh, like kind of device to to make it safe, where uh, they had a heat sensor on them. Yeah. So if you're pointing it at like an actual person, then it wouldn't go off. But if a robot obviously doesn't have body heat, so whatever. Exactly. So obviously.
1: So in this film, remember it's a precursor to Jurassic Park. Eventually, these, these robots malfunction and start killing everybody.
2: Yes. Uh, you had me watch this the other day, and the immediate <laughs> thing I thought was like. Okay, did Michael Crichton have a really bad experience <laughs> at a theme park growing up? Like, yeah. did he go to Disneyland and, like, Mickey, like, didn't pose for a picture with him? <laughs> and since, sens- or, like, he, like, I don't know, got his foot caught on the people mover oh, and then just, hello, like, uh,
1: uh, hello Michael,
2: huh. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that was it. Gosh. Yeah. Like, you're real cute. <laughs> you're <laughs> We should just do an episode where you only do cartoon impressions all uh, the whole time. Um, so, yeah. So that got you thinking about
1: that because you brought up Nintendo Land about uh, talking about that this week. And so my initial thought and you'd ask me, hey, Brandon, you know, think of think of some things about Nintendo Land that we could talk about, like different rides and stuff like that. And so I I immediately thought of Westworld, which <laughs> which which made me then think of uh uh the Simpsons episode where they go to itchy and scratchy land <laughs> where nothing can possibly go wrong. Well possibly. Yeah. That's the first thing that's ever gone wrong. Yeah. Um and so yeah, Nintendo Land. So Universal and Nintendo.
2: Yeah, uh a little backstory on this if you haven't haven't heard. Uh Nintendo came out with their like quarterly report um, a few interesting things there. I think they're finally making money. They um, reported profits like annual profits for the first time in years or something. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo is on the rise. It's um, all them Amiibos. They're, <laughs> they're no. Selling. Yeah. There's <laughs> still, there's a comment in there about how they like have to produce more of the rare Amiibos because they can't keep them on store shelves. Yeah,
1: so. Well, you, uh, the skin, uh, we're, we're moving away from the topic a little bit, but right. I just wanted to mention the thing about Amiibos cause I was reading about the Amiibos, and what they did was they started they did exclusive Amiibos for certain stores, right? Right, you so, can only
2: get this one at GameStop, and you can only get this one at Target or something, right?
1: Like well, if you think about it, there's like a GameStop on every other corner, and there's a Toys R Us once every seven seven miles, you know. So, yeah. so simple if, figures. So if you, <laughs> uh, I'm just whatever throwing that out there. But so if you have a Mega Man that you're selling at GameStop exclusively, and then you have, uh. A Marth uh, ah. that you that you're selling at Toys R Us, and there's not even a Toys R Us in, in your town.
2: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It'd then be that, a lot harder to get a hold of. The
1: ex- the exclusive Amiibos are are a dumb idea in that perspective. Dumb and idea, Nintendo. Anyways,
2: another thing before we get into Nintendo, I bought Land. Mega Man.
1: That's <laughs> thanks,
2: GameStop. I I can't go into a store that has. I went into a GameStop today, and my son immediately ran to the Amiibo section and started trying to grab, <laughs> he tried to grab Sonic off there, and I. I almost wanted to get it for him, uh, but I already told him we weren't going Anyway, Anyway, moving on. So you bought it and you... I, did, oh, I may go back. <laughs> You're taking it too <laughs> Uh The other thing they said is that they're going to be doing at least five mm-hmm. smartphone games in the coming coming up. So yeah, there's, there's right. going to be one right. at least released this year. This is something that people have sort of been clamoring for for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of talk that because... Nintendo's really into mobile gaming with their 3DS and all the, you know, this sort of thing that they were holding back from smartphone games, but I think it's, I think it'll be really interesting to see what they do on a smartphone platform and uh, how popular they are. I'm sure they're going to make some money off of it. Oh Um, yeah. It's, you look at like a 3DS game and they're still priced, you know, pretty, high like, like, for like, like $40. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's not as much as a, you know, in home console game, but I mean, you still pay a lot more for a 3ds game than you do for almost anything on like an iPhone in yeah. the app store. So they're gonna, I'm sure they're going to have to meet in the middle somewhere, but it, I'm, I'm expecting good quality for a game like that because it's Nintendo. And
1: yeah, what I, what I think they have to do, especially like with regard to if they're going to produce anything for like the iPhone. Right. I don't like playing like platformers or anything on the iPhone because the controls are never, to me, responsive enough or I, I don't know, in, not in, not necessarily intuitive, but I, I can never it never feels right to me when I'm yeah playing no I'd agree with you on that yeah on iOS so so that's why I always play like Hearthstone or Clash of Clans
2: yeah I th- I think uh, and especially if you look at and they've done it with the Wii U because you have the game pad with a touch screen on it. Yeah. Um, 3DSs have had touch screens for, mm-hmm. you know, forever. Um, I think they know how to do effective touch screen gaming. Yeah. Um, there are, I mean, there's a game that's on the Wii U right now that's uh, it's like a Mario and Donkey Kong. Uh, it's it was, almost like a Lemmings game. Yeah, that's 3DS
1: game. Yeah, and I have, uh, I, have, I have I have that on 3DS. Uh, Mario versus Donkey Kong.
2: Yeah, it's, anyway, um, they can take their existing collection of very popular characters mm-hmm. and put them onto a different style of game yeah. and still come up with an effective product. So, yeah, Which I don't, don't,
1: don't
2: leads me into, and we've called it Nintendo Land a long time, this is not the <laughs> official name, but they announced that uh, Universal Studios, uh, they have an agreement with Nintendo to bring Nintendo-themed content to a theme park in some fashion that is that is really about all we know that is right now about what's going to happen everything else is speculation from here on out
1: everything is speculation (laughs) (laughs)
2: um but immediately especially being a kid that grew up in southern california and went to a lot of theme parks Mm -hmm. my my head starts going about all the things that this could mean
1: what what can it mean travis
2: um well i think there's a, a few initial things that are like givens right yeah so characters in costume you're gonna be able to get your picture taken with Mario you're gonna be able to take a picture with Peach Birdo (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Bullet Bill Uh, Zero Suit Samus (laughs) will probably be there yeah Uh, you know so you know just the real classic Ice Climbers (laughs) I'm I'm going over the the Smash the whole Smash Brothers lineup (laughs) just get him out there Um, that'll happen I know my son Mm -hmm. if I walked into a park and Mario was right there he would flip out so, yeah. I mean that's that's just gonna be really cool. Um, there will definitely probably be some arcades and, you know, sort of like interactive type yeah. stuff. Um
1: Dude, you know what they need at this place? They need a Mario Kart.
2: That a go kart track? Yes. Or even if it was in the style of like Autopia at um at a like Disneyland or something like that. Yeah. But some sort of driving attraction yeah. where you are in like a Mario Kart game.
1: You know what they could do? Oh my God, this is (laughs) awesome. So you know what they could do? They can uh, do like some kind of like infrared type of of thing where so as you're driving on your steering wheel, there's like a little monitor, right? Yeah. And then um, you you cross a block, right, (laughs) on the ground. Oh yeah. And then it goes, and then it gives you like a, a shell or something like that. And so then you have to aim it at the person in front of you and then if hit it hit a button, if hit a button and if it, if you aim right and it hits them in the back and there's an infrared sensor on the back,
2: they explode,
1: they explode. It kills them. <laughs> they are dead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, or it could just throttle their speed or something. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah.
1: Yeah. Or, or, or if it, it's
2: a blue shell though. They're definitely going to die. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm driving behind my son <laughs> at all times. Um, yeah. I feel like it. Uh, and universal feel free to steal any of these ideas cuz anything we're saying we want to go experience <laughs> in one of your parks um but if they don't do some sort of Mario Kart thing that's just it's a waste, it's a waste. It's so it's an absolute waste um i don't know what else could they do
1: um so like the the medical bay they could just do doctor <laughs> mario right
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of things that they could do with theming um and that's and that's the other thing right is we, we talk about Nintendo Land, mm-hmm. but we don't know to what extent they're going to utilize this partnership, right? Because right, right, you right. have, you know, typical, like, Universal Studios where they just kind of take Universal content and kind of sprinkle it all over the place. Yeah. But Universal has done a really good job over the last, I don't know, 10 years or so of taking, you know
1: properties yeah
2: and and building whole parks around them the yes. the isles of adventure in florida mm-hmm. they i mean they had like dr seuss and marvel characters they have springfield
1: and, down there right, right yeah that's that's the only reason i want to go to florida <laughs> and a dolphins game um but, but mainly springfield because they have they have duff beer that they yeah. brew down there oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but they're they they're selling themselves short if they
2: don't if they is that if, the right quote is it, oh yeah Oh yeah, yeah. All right. I was like, it's been a while since Duff I watched Duff. Um They have the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, uh, which yeah. for which is great. They, have, fans, they have Duff beer there. <laughs> they have Duff beer. I mean, what more can you ask? Right? Um, and the Horcruxes. Horcrux beer. <laughs> I bet you could get some yingling out there. Anyway, no. Let's not. Let's uh, not. Let's not. Let's not do a, a beer tangent.
1: We'll do. We'll do a beer cast some other time. <laughs> and why I don't? Sorry, sorry, Carol. Bob Carroll, I don't I don't I don't see what the big deal about Yingling is. Uh that's that's not the point.
2: We're going to cut that out. <laughs>
1: no. Uh No, don't you nod Don't you nod? Yes, we're going to cut it out. Uh I'm sorry. I like Yingling. It's not bad. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. It's
2: I bad. had my first Yingling at Disney World. So it oh, it has a, a special place in my heart.
1: That's you know what? Yingling is great. <laughs> it's I appreciate I appreciate them. Bob Carroll.
2: Uh <laughs> send us our money (laughs) uh yeah so i would love to see a branch off theme park that is nintendo world or whatever uh you could theme different areas based on games you could do a whole hyrule area and do tons of zelda stuff oh yeah i mean there you could do obviously mario stuff and
1: donkey kong
2: if, you, if they had an experience where you had to like climb up ladders and like drop barrels on oh, you and stuff,
1: like like a Donkey Kong treehouse, <laughs> yeah,
2: almost. Well, you could do like a Donkey Kong Country, like you could do like a jungle type thing yeah. and have different stuff out there. Gosh, I need, uh, cool. I need to be an Imagineer, man. You know what? What am I doing? Let's, I'm spinning my wheels. We're
1: going we're to stop this podcast. <laughs> we're going to restart and just and just talk <laughs> for thirty minutes about all the different attractions.
2: So, I mean, I don't know. It's for me. I feel like it's a really cool thing. I'm I'm a I'm a theme park nerd you know at heart, so yeah. I love seeing them bring new and exciting content that people have enjoyed for a really long time and, and applying that into a theme park so that people can kind of live in that environment. I think that that's really fun. So.
1: Yeah, and, and although I, I think the idea is pretty great, I'm still a little bit worried about Mario going on a rampage and killing all, my, <laughs> all our kids.
2: It's, it's a perfect vacation, $1,000 a day, <laughs> just come on out. What could possibly like, go wrong? Like,
1: like through his through his uh, Mario robotic vision, he starts seeing everybody as uh, Goombas. <laughs> it's a me, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Just like shooting fireballs at <laughs> <and> all, everybody. <laughs> oh
2: gosh, hitting us with his Tanuki tail. We'll be here all night if we keep talking about this, <laughs> guys. Let us know what you think. Leave us a comment on Facebook. Go over there. Tell us what ride or experience you guys want to see in a Nintendo theme park or if you completely hate theme parks and you are pissed off about them doing this. So, yeah, um, that's our show. That is, that's our, it. That I think we did another one. Lucky number 13,
1: lucky number 13. Ooh, I think I hear the meteor <laughs> on, on its way. This is
2: probably our last one. Sorry. Yeah, guys.
1: Probably, so, uh, so guys let, let us know how, how we did, you know, leave us some five star reviews. Yeah. Head over to stuff. iTunes.
2: Even if you don't review the show, get on there, leave five stars. It would really help us move up the ranks on iTunes so that, you know, maybe someone else could hear this. Um, and that's it. That's it. We're going to go play some
1: custom songs in a rock band. Yes. Now.
2: Let's go. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week.
1: See ya. See ya.